This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Company alive for the Build Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. We're going to talk about this Aaron Rodgers situation as there's been more reporting from Adam Schefter about what the Green Bay Packers think of everything. But just a minute, I want to spend because you FaceTimed us in the break. This break room that's filled with all of this free stuff that I do believe I'm going to dispute that it's free because there's a machine there that had like a debit card insertion thing and also a scanner where I believe that they trust people to scan these items to pay for them and it's not just all free because there's so much stuff in there I can't imagine that it'll all be free in radio in 2023 you know what I just I just took the stuff I didn't say any scanning machine or anything well, I just, I just showed you that. Stuff that, well, listen, that's what you say. I didn't see that. I yes, have no did. idea what that was. I didn't know what that machine was. It said get rewards or Fresh something. Rewards. I, I wasn't getting rewards. I was taking rewards. That's all I know. <laughs> wonder you got to find out because that there is so much stuff there that all of that is free that would be shocking to me if it was all free you need to find out if that is a scan machine where people end up paying for those snacks and how about the fact how about the fact that they had two really nice odyssey labeled refrigerators yeah right exactly logoed refrigerators yeah nice uh, filled with with big drinks full-size candy bars and everything else yes there's no way all that's free. I'm telling you, that's a scan thing. They don't have. They don't want to have someone sit there and check you out all the time. It's an honor system. Well, you could just do vending machines. Yeah, they could, but I mean, look at all the items that they have there. I mean, there's much more items than you would fit in a vending machine. So, well, how many vending machines do we have? We have at least ten vending machines on our floor alone. No, absolutely not. I mean, there's there's two in the big break room. There's one in our little break room, and there's one on the there's, way out with an ice cream machine. There's so, two in there. No, there's an ice cream machine and one vending machine. I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm an ice cream machine is a vending machine, isn't it? Yeah, it is, but it's still it's different. It's not like you didn't have ice cream. And you don't there. think the other stations don't have their own vending machines? I'm not sure what they have. I mean, this whole situation shocks me. But it, but I'm telling you, all that stuff is not free, dude. I got free pop pop tarts, so I'm good, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not I, free. I just needed something, man. I, I only got about three hours I, of sleep last night. I guarantee you that there's like surveillance video there as well, and no one's going to say anything to you because it's you. But I I guarantee that that's like an honor system situation. There's and nobody here. Right. That's why they Which do it this really way. Which is really nice. It's kind of like our station. Nobody's here at this moment, you know? <laughs> yeah. And by the way, what did you think of the hat and scarf, all right? Did you um, like it yesterday? I like the hat, but 
you know, I do have to agree. I'm going to bring him up twice already this morning with tweets that went viral. But I don't care, whatever. But but, but Dave Portnoy was right. Your layering was off, man. Your layering was you had too many layers. You had one too many layers on. Dude, it, we were freezing our ass off. Uh, no, I understand, but you look like a Russian tea doll. Like you know, it's like you. Whatever, I look good. I don't, care what, I, don't, I don't really care what Dave Portnoy but, says or but, anything else. But, I look good. Look at everybody else. So they had you know look like themselves, and it got to you, and you looked six times larger than you normally look because you I had know. fifteen layers on. I did. I did. I even had an electric uh, vest on. <laughs> Look at you. I mean, that was a good looking hat, though, man. Like, if someone didn't know and didn't see you every day, they would be like, well, yes. wow, you know, Boomer had gained some weight from last week to this week, which is not the true. It's just you had no. seven jackets on. I, no, no, I had that one big Overland jacket on. That thing is enormous. Okay. And then and that thing, like, that. The, wind, the wind doesn't get through anything. It's an awesome, awesome jacket. Yeah, okay. All right. And then I had a vest on and I had this little, you know, cashmere sweater on. Yes, and then you had this. Was that a scarf there as well? Yeah, that nice uh, Dale of Norway scarf to match the hat. Yeah, and if Phil Simms' hat looked like the thing that the Olympic swimmers wear. <laughs> well, hey, look, there were seventy-five thousand people in that building, and all of us were wearing knit hats. That's yeah. all I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I understand, and you could hear us this year. Right, absolutely. Although it was still loud behind you, we could hear everything that you yeah, guys it was said. Fat Joe, I, I oh, Fat Joe, it was Fat Joe. I couldn't hear a word, and somebody said it was just god awful. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah, too so bad. One, one of the couple of the runners that you know, I guess, are Fat Joe fans thought that it was just awful. Oh, that's too. I like Fat Joe. Fat Joe also lost a lot of weight. No longer really Fat Joe. And what so. are they calling him? Well, they're still calling him Fat Joe, but he's right. uh, he's he's gotten healthy. So, oh, that that's a shame. I uh, I tend to like Fat Joe. Uh, let's go to Adam in New Jersey. What's going on, Adam? Hey guys. Hey uh, Boomer. Listen, I really respect the way you you keep guys in line there. You stay on them when you think things are going a little awry. So I think someone should tell you, based on yesterday's appearance, you might want to stay away from the free pop tarts this morning. I just had a lot of stuff on last night. Yeah, so see, this really is what know. I thought the reaction yeah, might be Again, is because you had really so many care. layers on, you looked much larger than your cohorts there. I don't, I, you know what? I was warm. My cohorts were freezing their asses off. Okay, but I mean, they, but the, you know, nobody knows. You can't feel really, how people feel on TV. You can yeah, only, I don't care. You just you can see how you look. You know, that's all. Listen, you know, you know, <laughs> look at every look at Phil, man. I mean, does Phil even need any layering? Same thing with. Coach Cower and 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 Nate, those I mean, guys. Those my, 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 there were no heaters underneath the uh, desk. There are normally heaters under the desk. Yeah, but for some reason there were no heaters this year. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know why, but that's just the way it was. <laughs> See, I knew somebody would have that take that you had gained weight, which you have not, because I, I sit next to you every day. But it shifted with one on top of the other, on top of the other, plus the layer heated vest. I mean, you, you look like you could take a knife and then you'd, you'd take it to your coat and you'd deflate. <laughs> I was warm, that's all I know. Uh, <laughs> okay, I guess that's all that matters. You know, and at the end of the day, that's all that really does matter. Are you warm or are you not? Yeah. I, mean, I could have stayed out there the whole time and watched the game. They wouldn't let us. I mean, but, also, uh, like all those layers are like pushing up to like your neck, and like it was all like pushed pushed up to your head. You know, it was like all like it was like so you were just like kind of stuck there, like, like giving your points. You know, yeah, okay, sort of like that. You yeah, know, so what? Who cares? You know, like remember that? Remember that girl and Willy Wonka ended up getting juiced. 
was violet blue. Remember when she <laughs> ate the the thing she wasn't supposed to eat, and she blew yes. up, and, and yes. they had to roll her out to juice her. Yeah, That's sort of the vibe I was getting from you yesterday. Hey, look, this this is my vibe. I was there, and you weren't. <laughs> so kiss my ass. You know what you sound like right now? You say, you sound like Joey Bosa. Did you see that video? Yes. Oh, my God. Good for him, though, man. Fighting back. I oh, like it. Oh, absolutely not good for him. Come on. Absolutely not. I've been in that same situation, oh. and I had to protect my daughter and my friends and everybody else. He just, I, I, to me, he looked like a psycho. I thought, because they're, they're in his yeah. face. They're messing around with him. And he turns around. He goes, he goes, what are you just Snapchatting all your butt buddies? And then he gets in his face and says that. And then he goes, he turns around, starts walking away, and the guy's going... Hey, Bosa! Bosa! Hey, how are all those fines, Bosa? He goes, great, because I can afford them. Because I'm rich, you broke bitch. That's what he says <laughs> to this guy. Hey, what are you supposed to say? Nothing! Just have some oh, fun. Come on. Here's the thing. Like, the girl he was with, either girlfriend or wife, is laughing at the guy while he's doing this. There's a security guard or somebody behind him who's laughing while this is going on. And he's the only one who's getting rattled over he's a, it. He's a Bosa, man. These guys are out of their minds. Oh, man. Were you Snapchatting all your butt buddies? <laughs> it's unbelievable. You loser. That's what he said. Yeah. I mean, those Philly fans, I was laughing so hard. They're, they're, hey, Bosa, when did the Chargers play, Bosa? <laughs> it's just amazing. You can't just go to a game and just root your family member on. You got to go out there and fight with everybody. Yeah, like, why was he? He was just loitering in the parking lot with a 49ers jersey on. I mean, like, why not? That just, was a little weird. I know. Just like, you know, put a road flare up while you're at it. So everybody come running to you. Um, okay, so Aaron Rodgers report from Adam Schefter. Uh, we talked about how. Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, Peter King, everybody's been talking about this Aaron Rodgers impending divorce from the Green Bay Packers. And Adam Schefter said that now that the Packers are, you know, apparently want to move on from Aaron Rodgers. So that is another step in this whole thing. We don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. We do believe uh, that the Jets are interested, especially with the Nathaniel Hackett hire, and they should be interested. So we know that the Packers want to move on. So basically the last piece of this puzzle is uh, that Aaron Rodgers is going to want to have to continue to play and want to play for the Jets. So that's the last hurdle now, which is to me, been the biggest hurdle this whole time. So now you bring him into the Jets, you keep Zach Wilson on the team, and maybe he gets to watch a Hall of Famer and how he practices. But I tell you... You know, Aaron's the weird one. You know, he's, is he going, and again, I asked you this last week, and I was asking Coach Cower, Phil, and Nate, and all the guys this weekend, that if you were going to get Aaron Rodgers, is he going to do exactly what Tom Brady did when he went to Tampa Bay? And that is immerse himself into the franchise, get to know all of his teammates, really get to understand, you know, the fan base, all of that stuff that Tom Brady did down there in Tampa. I, that's If I'm going to pay him $50 million a year, that's what I want to know. Yeah, and I, I think the answer, and I understand that's a huge concern, and you're right, but I do think the answer is yes. And why I think it's yes is the fact that this is a guy who, at this point in his career, still believes he could play at a high level. He mentioned both MVP and Super Bowl and thinks he could do both of those things. And he's someone that's keen to everything that 
is being said around him. And he wants to prove those people wrong. And he wants to also prove the Green Bay Packers organization wrong now that they want to move on from him. And he won two MVPs after Jordan Love was uh, drafted. He had one of his best seasons ever after Jordan Love was drafted. And he wants to go to another team with weapons and go, hey, guys, look, if you had surrounded me with some more weapons, you didn't get rid of guys like Jordy Nelson where I didn't want him to go and Randall Cobb when I didn't want him to go and Devontae Adams, I understand his contract had a lot to do with that. Um, but he didn't get rid of these guys. He didn't stick me around with, you know, guys like Robert Tunyon and whoever the hell else, Romeo Dubs. You know, maybe I'd be doing something else. Look, I'm throwing the ball to Garrett Wilson and I'm and I'm handing the ball off to Brees Hall and now look at us. We're 7-0 and to start the season. So I do believe he'd have a chip on his shoulder and do everything he could to win. They better fix that offensive line. Yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, that's... I mean, but again, you know, you're coming to the AFC. All right? The AFC is absolutely loaded. You have the five best young quarterbacks all on the AFC side of the ledger. If he wants to win, if he wants an easier chance at winning, then you got to somehow... And I don't know how he's going to be able to do this because I can't imagine Green Bay would want to do it unless somebody was going to pay King's ransom for him from the NFC side of things. And plus, also floating out there is an unrestricted free agent whose name is Tom Brady. Yeah, so I mean, so what are the options? He agrees to a trade to an AFC team. That's one option. Tennessee that would, could that, be Tennessee. That would make everybody happy. Um, it would make the Packers happy. Aaron Rodgers, uh, uh, I would assume that he would be happy. Um, and then you'd think, okay, what if he doesn't want to go there? What if there's an NFC team he really wants to go to? And the Green Bay Packers are like, absolutely not. We're not trading you there. And then it turns into this Brett Favre situation where Aaron Rodgers shows up to training camp and makes a whole stink of this whole thing and doesn't retire. And now you've got a, a big disaster on your hands because he thinks he has the leverage. Yeah, and he wants to do it, Brett. Favre did play one year in uh, New York and then get to Minnesota. I mean, to me, to me, it looks like he's going to be looking for a team. I mean, if if you then Denver would have been the place last year with Nathaniel Hackett. That would have been the place that would have been perfect for him, and it would have been perfect for Green Bay. It's just happening a year too late. So again, I I just when I look at the AFC, and if he wants to get back to the Super Bowl and he wants to be an MVP, man, the AFC is going to be. Really, really difficult. I mean, I'm thinking, could he get to Tennessee? Maybe. Yeah, but I mean, what what do they have right now? I mean, they'd have to, you know, they're they're in a rebuild situation at this point. They'd have feels to feels like it. I mean, I, I would be shocked. I mean, the Jets are in a such much better position roster wise than than Tennessee. And if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'd much rather be a New York Jet with where they are with this team. Now, you say that, and obviously, from our standpoint, and everybody who watches the NFL, the AFC is tough. But does he think like that? Like the ultimate competitor, the guy who believes he's the best quarterback in football he, still? Does he think like that? Could he get to? And the other thing too, you got to remember: could he get to? The Raiders somehow. Yeah. Yes. I mean, to me, that would be the Raiders, the Jets, the Titans would be the three teams, I think, that would be interested in him. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of another AFC team that they would want to send him to. You know, uh, it's not going to send him to Pittsburgh. They're not going to send him to New England. They're not going to send him to Miami. But you know what I mean, though, about how we're saying, like, Aaron Rodgers shouldn't go to the AFC because it's a tougher place to to go and get to the Super Bowl with all those quarterbacks. Is Aaron Rodgers thinking that as well, or does he have the confidence where it's like, you put me in, on a team that's got a good roster, that has weapons, I don't care who else is around, we're going to get it done. 
I don't know. You know, Tom Brady went to Tampa, and I and and going to Tampa meant that he was going to have to, you know, get through obviously Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. So, uh, but that was really the only other quarterback that he had really that much to worry about. You know, Matthew Stafford obviously got traded uh, to the Rams after the fact, mm-hmm. uh, but I. I don't know. Again, to me, it still seems like the NFC would be the easiest path. Although you're, you're dealing with a team like the Eagles, I, you know, they're going to lose some guys here. They're going to have to pay Jalen Hurts. I mean, I don't know how good they really are, given the fact that they beat the Giants, who weren't a very good team, and then they also beat a team that lost their quarterback on their first series. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. All right, Boomer and Gio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Jerry Recco stuck in Iowa City after the Rutgers game is going to bring us another update this morning. What's up, Jerry? Good morning, guys. We're sponsored by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. And also brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone with Jack Pocket. Some of the sounds from yesterday's championship Sunday as we start in Kansas City with the Chiefs. Mahomes out of the pocket, throws on the move, downfield to the end zone. Valdez Scantling is there for the touchdown. In a sitting position, he hauls it in. Kansas City regains the lead. A 19-yard BB from Patrick Mahomes. The great Iron Eagle on Westwood One as we heard it here on the fan. Chiefs with a 23-20 win. That was a big touchdown. But the bigger plays were the sequence at the end with the um, unnecessary roughness hitting Patrick Mahomes out of bounds. Then, of course, the Harrison Butker go-ahead 45-yard field goal with three seconds to go. And the Chiefs are on their way. Joseph Asai with the penalty for Cincinnati. Here is Mahomes. You knew about the ankle coming in, and there was certainly enough video uh, that showed he was certainly hampered by it. So how about the fact that he was moving around when he had to? I didn't expect to be able to run very much um, just from the way it felt. But uh, the training staff, Julie, did a great job of uh, getting me enough range uh, and mobility that I was able to protect myself. And at the end of the game there, I had to run to to get the first down, and it got us into field goal range. So uh, 
uh, credit to them. And then uh, just trying to stay on it. And uh, we have two more weeks, so we got to keep doing it. He had 326 yards passing, a couple of touchdowns in the game. By the way, Valdez Scantling, six catches, 116, and a touchdown. And then we played this earlier. This is fun. This is Travis Kelsey on CBS yelling at the mayor of Cincinnati for the nonsense that he was uh, doing on Friday. Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. <laughs> you know, by the way, the Kelseys are from Cincinnati. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. You know, I, think you want to, I think you want to UC. Huh. Cool. Another storyline, perhaps, yeah. for the Super Bowl. because Kel- Now, do you think, clearly this week they will do the podcast. Do you think Super Bowl week they do the podcast? Uh, yeah, I, I bet you they do. They got to do it. I mean, if they I don't, what's so. the point of doing the podcast? Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're not wrong. That's true. Here is uh, here's Joe Burrow. They lose the game. However, when you look at where the franchise is, still feels pretty good about it. I feel great about you know, the direction that we're headed. Uh, that's the great thing about the NFL. It's not it's not college where you only got four years. You got as many years as you want to. Hopefully, uh, so we'll come back, have a great off season, and and get better as a team, get better individually, and and come back next year ready to go. You know, the Kelsey's are from. I'm sorry, Jerry. The Kelsey's are from uh, Cleveland Heights, Ohio. Close enough. Uh, Two seventy for. You make a lot of errors, man. (laughs) (laughs) And two interceptions uh, on the day. And then here was Asai. Um, So he really was down, and you can understand why with that penalty, the free fifteen yards, leading to the go-ahead and game-winning kick. What did your head coach tell you? He just told me to keep my head up, told me um, there were a bunch of different plays we had to make that it didn't come down to that one, and uh, we just got to keep moving forward. Another yeah. one would be allowing Sky Moore with the punt return, and you're so right, yeah. G. All I could think about was Tom Coughlin and the Eagles. Oh, I just don't understand. How about that? How about the Jets and the Patriots this year? Yeah, same thing. That's right. Yeah, in that's that, true. Uh, three a low punt game right or... in between the numbers. God, I mean, in that situation... I mean, one of two things has to happen. You got to either punt that thing way up in the sky so your uh, coverage team has a chance to get down there, or the smarter thing to do is just get it towards the sideline. You I know, mean, one thing we haven't talked about too, G. When you talk about punting, when the Bengals punt, uh, Bengals, when the Chiefs punted late in the game, they got the kick to the sideline out of bounds at the six yeah. yard line. If that goes into the end zone, who knows? Exactly, that was a huge didn't, advantage. Didn't in they? That they game. also got a punt down uh, inside the five yard line at the end of the first half, but the Bengals ended up going all the way down and kept getting a field goal at the end of the first half. Yep, true I'm, that. True that. So, Chiefs-Eagles, Super Bowl 57. The Eagles got there because they just clobbered the banged, and I mean banged-up Niners. It is second down and five. Ball at the 13. Hurts gives it off against Sanders. Five. Into the end zone. Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. What an unbelievable job. Kelsey, Jordan Mailata off that left side. You can see the alley created on the left side, and Miles Sanders just uses his speed to get the ball into the end zone. 
And that, of course, Eagles Radio with the call. Miles Sanders, one of his two touchdowns on the day. Jalen Hurts didn't throw for a lot, but ran for 39 yards, and he scores well. 31-7, the final as Philly advances. They really were the best team all season long in the NFC, and they get to where they have to be. Here was Nick Sirianni. Um, the big story here would be Brock Purdy leaving with the elbow injury, and then Josh Johnson comes in. He leaves with a concussion. Sirianni making it clear they weren't out to injure anybody, but at the end of the day, the defense has to do their job and disrupt things. You know, you want to try to make the quarterback feel as uncomfortable as possible um, with everything, what, you know, whether that's the fans and then making it loud, whether that's disguising the coverages or whether that's hitting them. And you don't ever want anybody to, you know, to get dinged or, or, or get hurt. And I'm hope he's, I hope he's okay. But it, did, it definitely did change the game. Do you think that? Um, you know, but there's guys' enough. jobs to hit the quarterback, that's affect good. the game, and they, they sure did that today. All right, good. Thanks, Nick. Uh, do you think that Phoenix is upset that Philadelphia is in this game because there's going to be crazier fans than normal that are descending upon their city? <laughs> I mean, this is a legitimate question. No, I, I think the Philadelphia the Police Department and the mayor's office are probably upset simply because they're going to have to deal with the aftermath of all this. Yeah. Can right. I ask you this, Boomer? Yeah. Do they grease the poles in Phoenix? No. <laughs> Yeah, he's, well, they, no, they'll, they agree, they'll, they'll have to grease the poles in Philadelphia again. It's it's idiotic, but they're going to have to do that too. Well, I mean, there was uh, guys climbing poles uh, last <laughs> night. There's videos of that in Arizona. They should just lay in Phoenix, just like release scorpions if the, if the Eagles end up winning <laughs> pole climbing. <laughs> yeah, right into into the streets. You know, since you mentioned, I'll get back to the uh, the football in a second, but since you mentioned scorpions, did you see what the San Antonio Zoo is doing? I was going to do the, oh. I'll leave you with this segment, but I, yeah. did you see this? So they're, they're the letting cry me a cockroach? Yeah, they're letting you name a cockroach after one of your exes, and then they're going to feed it to some other animal, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's got, by the way, it could be a cockroach or a rodent. <laughs> uh, uh, you wow. gotta really hate someone to do that, no? Uh, yeah, I mean, I hey, think... there goes Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tough. Get what you deserve, bitch. <laughs> no, jeez, no. <laughs> yeah, they're coming you can't along. Say that, there, Joey Bosa. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, it's funny. Here, here was back to the game. Here was Jalen Hurts talking about playing at the league and how awesome it was. The, the atmosphere tonight was amazing. Um, the fans showed up. The energy, all of it. So we need to bring that to AZ. Which is not a surprise. Matter of fact, watching it, I kind of felt like they were bored at the end because it was there was no chance that the Niners could move the ball at all in that second half. Here was Brock Purdy. So the elbow injury, they're thinking sprained UCL. They're fearful that it could be worse than that. Uh, he says when he got hit, didn't take a genius to know what had happened. thought it was an incomplete pass, and then we had a third down coming up, and I went to the sideline while they were like reviewing stuff uh, or the play just asking for a ball like just because i knew someone right and so i just asked to see if i could throw and even in those couple throws i was like man something's not right and uh it was a fumble and then that's when they checked everything out and i tried throwing on the sideline yeah. and it was just extremely painful i know this is it, boomer's gonna label this as a narpian take and i i don't even blame him for it uh but uh -oh. 
I wanted to see him at least try to throw the ball <laughs> down the field, and then so we knew that he couldn't do it. You understand what I'm saying? Like he didn't even you see his arm falling off. Yes, that's what I wanted. I mean, it's a, it's an <laughs> NFC Championship game, and when we saw what Patrick Mahomes went through with a high ankle sprain, I understand throwing the ball is very difficult in this situation. I'm not saying it's not, but he never. I never saw him even try. Like Christian McCaffrey when he got the ball, he's clearly not a quarterback. The first time he had the ball in his hands when he was at the quarterback position, he tried at least to throw the ball down the field. There was nobody there, but he tried. I just wanted to, if I would have seen him try to throw the ball 10 yards and then like collapse in pain or see a duck or something, I'd be like, okay. But we didn't even see that. Yeah, well, it's going to be interesting to see whether or not he needs Tommy John surgery, and they'll know that today after the MRI uh, results. But he was trying to throw on the sideline, and it, it meant you could see him wincing in pain on the sideline. Yeah, I don't know. Al's idea was to shoot him with a uh, horse steroid. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like I that. like to shoot Al with a horse steroid. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see what happens. Yeah, I felt like I told Jerry, I felt like he was making a business decision. Like, eh, I'm a new quarterback. Not going to hurt myself for the rest of a my career. business I'll decision. This one out. Oh, my God. Where do you guys come up with this stuff? I mean, it's a, your chance to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, at least try to throw the ball down the field. You know, and he was actually out there on the field because Josh Johnson, who has played for like 15 teams, you know, can't get out of the way of anybody and then gets, you know, hurt, of course. And uh, then he has to go back in and play. And I don't think you guys realize just how difficult that is. You got Obviously, you don't realize. Let me ask you a question. That's Patrick Mahomes. Does he come out of the game? Well, Josh Allen had the same thing, maybe not quite as severe as uh, as Brock Purdy happened to him, and he didn't come out of the game. But then again, that was at the end of the game that happened. That didn't happen in the first series. Okay, but let me ask you again. If that's Patrick Mahomes, does he come out of the game? In the beginning of the game, yes, he would have. You're telling me Chad, would- Chad Hetty would have went in there. Chad Hetty went to play just like he did last week. And then if uh, Chad Henney would have gotten hurt, then he would have had to have gone back in just like Brock Purdy did, but he wouldn't have been able to throw down the field. Would he have tried? I, you know, I don't know. I'm thinking he would is the answer. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, this I'm guy, on this guy had a high ankle sprain, played through it the week before, and then came totally out and had different. this epic game in the championship game. With, it's a four- to six-week injury, and, and Purdy's throwing screens out there. I just, it's a totally I, different injury. I God almighty. Man, I, just, I mean, really, honestly. Give it a shot. Like, like, look, I mean, you pulled your, your quad. You pulled your quad. <laughs> you played a ball in the infield. Well, wait a minute. You pulled your quad. You played a ball in the infield, and you threw it out into left field. And I still, but here's what, here, what I did. I stayed in the game. I yeah, but stayed, they, but, but in you couldn't the do game. it. But you couldn't do but it. But I because I stayed in the game and gave myself a shot. And you're right. I grounded into a double play and then I threw it into left field. But I tried, and that's the thing that Brock Purdy did not. Do. Brock Purdy went back out there, man, and and uh, the 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 coaches know that he was completely compromised, and there was no way that he could protect himself. Nor was there any way that he could get the ball further than five yards down the field. I'm telling you, if that were Patrick Mahomes, he'd be throwing the ball underhand. He would be playing lefty. He okay. there was no way he would have come out of the game. Patrick Mahomes That's came an interesting back in. Qu- Patrick Mahomes came back in after the backup drove 98 yards for a touchdown. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, with an ankle point. injury, not an elbow. And let's see what the MRI says. And they and when they announced he's going to have to have Tommy John surgery, then what are you going to say? I'm going to say at least try to throw the ball down the field without oh, you guys. Let me see what it looks like. But and, and if I would have seen, go ahead, Jerry. 
I was going to say, all jokes aside, with that injury, could he have done, thrown the ball underhand, like spun it underhand for real? I mean, you're talking about the Super Bowls on the line. Like, and, like try to throw it lefty, just maybe, you know, maybe one time, just drop it. I'm back not saying lefty, shot, you know, uh, shovel passes. I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, why not just throw guys out there to get concussions too? You know, let them you know get a guy no, no, get a concussion, no. put him in a blue tank, get a concussion. Yeah, okay. No, no. Take take it's a few minutes and then get your ass back out there. Neurological and go and go and go. Well, you know, lead with your helmet and go make a tackle. No, no, no. neurological. I just all I said was I needed to. How about see why not him. put a guy out there with an ACL injury? Hey, you pull your knee that. out, get back hey, out there. Guess what? Try. Guess what? We've seen it in an AFC Championship game. Philip Rivers played the whole game without an ACL. And so, what was yes. and what was Ladainian Tomlinson doing? He was on the sidelines with his uh, hood up. With his ACL. Roethlisberger almost died, remember? Oh, that's, oh, yeah, that's right. right. Yes. That man was close <laughs> to his deathbed, and he played through stuff. I, all I said was I wanted to see him try to throw it, the ball down the field so I knew Dude, he, he was do. on the sideline warming up. I know, and he threw it farther to throw down it the on the sideline did in the game. He and he was like, I, I, I can't do it, coach. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Again, yeah. such as feel-good season, and now... No effort this last game. Yeah. No, oh, no, no effort. Okay, yeah. God, from a guy who eats peanut butter and rice cakes. <laughs> and, and that's the most manly thing he eats. <laughs> Every day at 7.15, I gotta go get my peanut butter and rice cakes. Why doesn't he still play? Oh, his arm's falling off. He's gotta at least try. The Super Bowl's on the line. Oh, my God. It's just like we had this legend of rock party, and then he let us all down yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> let us all down. I did. Game was a total dud because he didn't try. <laughs> uh, uh, that was funny. <laughs> so because Brock Purdy sucks, Philadelphia goes to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you guys, man. Oh, I see suicide happens Anyhow. when you're not there when I'm not there. If there's any luck, Brock Purdy's walking around Radio Row. <laughs> you guys can ask him these questions. Now, let me tell you something. He better have torn that UCL because if that thing is in, <laughs> oh baby, he's not going to be the quarterback there next year. Hello, Tom Brady. Oh, that man. thing better be torn. Hey, hey, hey. There better be in, in smithereens. That thing better be in pieces. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the worst torn UCL in the history of UCLs. Kind of like your All right, uh, another serious like question. Quad. Yeah. Do you think that's the talking point on the sports radio stations in San Francisco? No way. One hundred percent. I think way. some at least a couple callers or a host brought it up. And and I'm saying, like, I'm not saying play I just want to see him try to throw the ball ten yards. And if it would if it looked horrible, I'd be like, Okay, he really can't throw the ball. But I never even saw it. Like just grit your teeth and give me like just one time, let me see it go down the field. That's all it's all amazing. Kind of standing on the sideline trying to throw the the uh, the trainers and the doctors are saying you know he can't go he can't go out there he can't do it yeah. and then because Josh Johnson of all people gets a concussion he's got to go into the into the game I mean come on man yeah well just see it you know <laughs> see it differently that's all <laughs> that's <laughs> hey, this cup this cup for all these gluten free snowflakes. <laughs> 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 peanut butter and rice cakes. <laughs> All right. That's Lakers tonight on the fan. Uh, St. John's beat Georgetown with a late three, and Rutgers lost to Iowa by 11. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. I don't know who I'm going to pick for the Super Bowl or who I'm going to end up rooting for or betting on. And whoever I bet on is the team that I'll end up rooting for. But I'll tell you right now, just from betting on the Bengals and wanting the Bengals to win last night and seeing the Chiefs' reaction after the game, I mean, from everybody, I just watched a Frank Clark video in the break where he's like, you know, take your bum ass home to Cincinnati. I'm the effing king. Like, all this stuff. Like, I'm, I guess if I were a Chiefs fan, I'd love it. But, like, the way that they reacted, even Mahomes himself trolling Joe Burrow over the cigar thing. Like, I, I kind of have <clears throat> this bad feeling about the Chiefs right now heading into the Super Bowl. Now, I, I hate all things Philly, so I'm going to have to change that by the time the game happens. But, like, I'm, an, I'm an, for whatever reason, I'm annoyed by the Chiefs today you know yesterday we have our meeting in the morning about our show and we all they ask us who are we gonna pick and of course i picked the bengals mm-hmm. <clears throat> coach cower in the morning at our meeting he picked the bengals but as the day went on he got more and more like information about just how upset the 
Chiefs had been going into the game and all the stuff that came out of that game last week for the Bengals versus the Bills. So he changed his pick before we went on air. Mm. And the reason he did that was because of all the things that you just spoke about right there, about how that it gave them the edge and all this other stuff, the psychological thing. And I was thinking to myself, I don't necessarily know that that really played into this game. Maybe... You know, Patrick Mahomes running there at the end and then, of course, getting the penalty that was called against the Bengals and maybe the way that Chris Jones played. But there were a lot of guys that got injured for Kansas City, and that's why, you know, I don't necessarily know that I can make a pick right now simply because Kansas City had so many injuries coming out of that game. Most of those guys, I think, will be able to play, but uh, we won't know that until next week around this time. Right, and, of course, there's uh, the multiple guys for the Kansas City Chiefs. So... Multiple wide receivers. Yeah. So you remember I was telling you that uh, winning uh, consecutive playoff games by 24 or more points in playoff history. There have been four teams that have done what the Eagles have just done. Uh, the 1989 49ers did it. Uh, the 1988 49ers, the team that we almost beat in the Super Bowl, did it before they played us. And then, of course, the 1985 Bears did it. And the other thing that the Eagles have going for them... Uh, when it comes to the highest point differential through conf- through the conference championship game, the team that has the highest point differential going into the Super Bowl was the 1986 Giants at plus 63. Hmm. Wow. And you can see it up on your screen right there. The 1990 Bills, 2022 Eagles are third on that list. And then, of course, that uh, aforementioned 89 49ers team. And it's not like the Eagles had an easy division this year. I mean, three of the play, three of the teams in the division went to the playoffs, and the Commanders uh, almost had a, a winning record as well. So it's it's not like they were beaten up on a on a terrible division and three teams beneath them that stunk. So it that's that's definitely some interesting stats there in the favor of the Philadelphia Eagles, who rolled the NFC this year. Let's go to Sonny in Matawan. What's going on, Sonny? Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. Uh, can we please talk about how brutal listening to Tony Romo is? I mean, there's there's things I criticize him for. I still like his energy in these games, but the, like there's, I'll give you one example of of one thing that annoyed me. It's a it's a critical moment in the game. It's a, it's like a decision time on a fourth down, and he goes he goes, "Oh man, what do you do here, Jim?" And like there's silence. And I just pictured Jim, like, not saying anything, but in the booth, like, putting his hands out, like, isn't that what you're supposed to do? <laughs> because there was, there was silence. He's like, well, I would, uh, I mean, I would go for it. So it was just that moment. I was like, listen, man, like, the, the whole, like, Jim, what do we do here, man? Like, that, that can wear on you a little bit. And I just, it, it, I, that, that was a big criticism that I had. And also, you know, it was sort of, I, I don't know. He's like, he's like double, he's like double chase, double Higgins. And then even Jim was like, "Well, wait a second. You're you're doubling two wide receivers. Like, how many players are on the defense? Twenty. <laughs> and like, he's yeah, like, he's well. like, if you do that, you got to look out for Hayden Hurst because they just threw that 16 yard completion to him. And I was thinking, like, Jim Nance is making a better football point than Tony Romo is right now. So those are two things that stuck out to me. Yeah, it's hard for me to, to sit here and, and and chastise one way or the other. We we don't hear a lot of it, and a lot of the times we're out on the field watching the game at that time." Uh, I would say that there was only one area in the game where I had a little problem with, and that's the Bengals went for it on fourth and six. Uh, I, I want to say late in the late in the fourth quarter, somewhere along. The, I forget where it was, 
And I think he was talking about there was a potential for them to try to get the Chiefs off sides on a particular on that particular play. But the Bengals went for it. They ended up getting the first down, if you remember. Right. He was like, oh, what they're going to do here, they're not going to snap the ball. Right. They're going to try to get them to go off sides, all of a sudden snap the ball. And wasn't that the one to Jamar Chase down to yes. the middle? Yeah. Right. Yes, yes. I think it was fourth and three or fourth and four or whatever. I think I think it was that play. So many things going on. It's hard to even say. But uh, the reason I, I, I just say about that is because you have to realize, like, when you're looking at the way the game is unfolding, how many possessions you think you're going to have left and, and what you think you have to score. As a matter of fact, you know, I thought Andy Reid made a mistake again at the end of the first half, like he did last year. Last year, he eschewed the field goal attempt and went for Ford on fourth and goal, and they didn't make it, and the Bengals took the momentum into the locker room. Remember that? Yeah. So this year, what happened, the the the, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, their last offensive series of the first half, they threw the ball three times, and Patrick Mahomes looked his worst in the game at that moment. He threw three inaccurate passes. And as opposed to running the ball with Isaiah Pacheco, where they were having success with that. And we're all sitting there going, why aren't you running the ball? Why aren't you running the ball? And they're not running the ball. And three incompletions mean the clock stops. And it means the Bengals keep their three timeouts. And that's when the Bengals won at the end of the first half, all the way down the field, down to the two or three yard line of the Kansas City Chiefs. And I said at halftime that I thought that was a mistake by Kansas City, the way that they handled that last offensive series. But if you are a guy out there and you want to know how to use your timeouts appropriately and to save as much time as you possibly can, Zach Taylor did exactly what he was supposed to do. And he gave the Bengals a chance to throw the ball twice into the end zone for potential touchdowns. They didn't complete them, unfortunately, and they had to settle for the field goal. But he used his timeouts absolutely perfectly while Kansas City did not run the ball in the previous series, and that, I think, is really where Andy Reid kind of screwed up there at the end of the first half. Yeah, I mean, I thought that if the Bengals got in the end zone there at the end of the first half and they did have, have, have their opportunities, that that would have been a game-changing moment as well, going you, into halftime 13-10 as opposed to 13-6. Didn't you feel like the Chiefs had control of the entire first half? And the score should have been like twenty eight to yeah. seven or something. Well, the, to me, the big, the 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 real turning point that allowed the Bengals to get back in the game was after the interception at thirteen three. The Bengals defense went three and out on the Chiefs. That, yeah, because they threw the ball three times. Right, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. That was it was three and out right there, and that was the end of that. So to me, getting the ball back, that's where I mean they. You want to talk about foot on the neck situation there if they had scored. And I also think Andy Reid screwed up his challenges. I mean the fact that Kadarius Tony he he knew he didn't catch that ball. I mean in the end zone that he ended up challenging in the first quarter, and he's like he throws the challenge right. Kadarius Tony gets up and just like jogs off knowing. He didn't. He's not complaining. He's not looking at the ref. Not looking at anything. And then they threw the challenge flag. They lost it. And then also the Scantling one, which was turned over. But it's like you're gonna now you're gonna be out of challenges no matter what. When it's a fourth and in inches that you could probably get. Like I, I don't know. The I only mean, thing I would say is that a lot of times they don't they don't they don't even use these challenges. You know, especially with the expedited replay and everything else. And the other thing I will say is that if you juxtapose the Devontae Smith non catch. In the Eagle 49er game yeah. to what happened with Kadarius Tony, both receivers knew that they did not catch the ball. Right. Because Devontae Smith gets up and he's given a single a signal to his offensive teammates like, let's get to the line of scrimmage and snap the ball. Because I didn't have that ball all the way through the ground. 
Right, exactly. And that was, you want to talk about broadcasters, Greg Olson had messed that up, too, because he's sitting there going, oh, I mean, Devontae Smith's running to the line saying, hurry up, but he's clearly inbound, so he's got nothing to worry about. And then they end up running the play, and then they come back from break, actually, and then end up showing that that the uh, the ball had hit the ground. So I just I would just say this, in, in just in defense of the guys on TV, there's a million things going on. And you can't see everything. And when plays are being run quickly, you don't have a lot of time to be looking at your replays until they go away and go to break. And then you come back and you look at it. And then you can actually discuss it. You know, Kevin Burke. No excuses. Yes, there are excuses. No uh, excuses. Kevin, yes, there are excuses. Kevin and Kevin and Greg do a great job. I actually really have come to like both of them. Oh, I love uh, Kevin Burkhardt. Yeah, yeah, but they just didn't have a chance to get to it. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 